2: your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Steven Maggi.
4: Welcome once again to Las Vegas, Nevada, a place that is home to some of the greatest entertainers and entrepreneurs in the world. This week, you'll meet a power couple that falls into both categories. Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gindel will discuss their incredible lounge show and their growing boot business. And that's just the start. In addition, you'll also hear from our regulars. The wine world of Eddie O, featuring America's first master sommelier, Eddie Osterlin, looks at using food as a way to teach your party guests how to entertain at a whole nother level. On Luxury Living Vegas Style... Katie Madrano of Flipping Vegas discusses dealing with client couples that have completely different versions of what their perfect home will look like. And finally, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com discusses how Derek Stevens Circa Hotel may be just the opposite of the current effort in town to cut back services. One of the things that makes Las Vegas special are these acts, they call them lounge acts. And the really good lounge acts, a lot of times, are you remember more than some of the headlines. It goes started back with Louis Prima. We have one of the great lounge acts that play over at the Silverton Casino, a nice location. With us today is Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gindel. We'll start with the entertainment thing, but these guys are into a lot of different stuff. They've got, they're into shopping, boots. They get, we we're going to talk about that. We're going to do all that stuff. But you've been doing this now for, what, about 10 years uh, you like work in the lounge? I mean, t- talk a little about the difference between mm-hmm. work in the lounge and maybe, you know, trying to get a headliner pl- uh, position somewhere. Wow.
5: Working- well, I'll tell you what. Um, there is a concept that we have in terms of putting on a show, and if you want a headline, headline, it would be more of a concept uh, approach that we would right. take. Right now, when you go into a lounge, and it's more about everybody having a good time and playing stuff that they want to release, you know, their week weekly troubles with, have a dance and drink and all that stuff. So, no, the the show thing and the headlining thing is something we've tossed around. We have a really interesting theme that we could work on. Why don't you talk about the theme?
6: (laughs) Well, yeah, we we are going to write a show, actually. Cool. A headlining show, uh, because we've been doing the Lounge Act in Vegas for 15 years. Yeah, and we just moved out here for fun because we wanted to come to Vegas. So we reached out to one of the casinos, and we asked... You know, we sent a video of us performing back in Nashville, where I'm from and where Mark lived, and the entertainment d- director at Mandalay Bay said, hey, come on out. We're going to put you in the Orchid Lounge. So we played out here a couple times, and they flew us back two or three times, and then he, we did so well. He said, move here, and we'll work you all the time. So that's, that's,
4: that's our story. Started. That's
6: how we got here 15 years ago. But yeah, eventually, so, we'd like to do a headlining Well, show. and
4: what would that consist of? I mean, we're, we're all curious now. Obviously, a big hit in the lounge. What would you do different, and what would, what would we see?
5: Well, I can talk a little I'll start this off. OK. Um, Linda has quite an interesting lineage in, in the music world. Uh, her father is perhaps the most recorded bass player that they know of. He's in the Country Music Hall of Fame, wow. and he's played on every hit you've probably ever heard from that Nashville. incredible era of you know late '50s through the 70s.
4: Oh, you mean the Hank Williams and that you, kind of thing?
5: You name it, he played on it. Elvis ta- Presley,
6: I'm, Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison, Kenny wow. Rogers. Tammy
5: Winnett, uh, Patsy Cline, all the... When you're in the elevator, you're listening to her dad play bass. Roy Orbison, all the big hits. So That's great.
4: What,
5: what, That era is an era that will probably never be recreated again. And what it was... Similar to L.A., they had the Wrecking Crew. Do you ever remember hearing that? I do. The Wrecking Crew was a, a batch of really incredible session players that played on all those hits. And the Nashville equivalent was the A-Team. And her dad was the anchor bass player for the A-Team. Wow. And the A-Team had like, oh, gosh, I mean, everybody. And, and the A-Team was responsible for all those big hits. The idea for the show, because uh, that's her dad, yeah. would be to take the hits and really talk about the history of that incredible era and I think I think it would make a pretty compelling show yeah I do too because even the
4: young people that's where the roots of this stuff comes from that they're listening to today exactly
5: and I mean when, when, when people have a story and a history to me it brings a dimension to the music and so if there's a story and a history there, I, I think we'd make a pretty compelling show, and she can sing the heck out of this do, stuff. And
6: we do some of that in our lounge act as well. But, but I think what separates us from some of the acts in Las Vegas in terms of, and why we've been a success here is because we are very loose. <laughs> we, when we go into a lounge, we just have fun. And we came here, when we came here 15 years ago, we had the idea to create a song menu. And we, it's just like when they go into, you go into a restaurant, you know, you look at the menu, you pick your food, right? Well, we handed out a bunch of song menus with all of our musical fare on there. Yeah. And we let people pick the songs, they get involved, and it's kind of like a reality TV show in a way, you know? We don't know what's coming at us. Everything's spontaneous. It keeps it fresh and fun for us because we yeah. don't know... We take requests on the fly, and we don't know if we're going to go from Frank Sinatra to Led Zeppelin to a country song to a hip hop song, and, and you guys it is like
4: that, you know. That's a big switch, you know. Frank Frank to uh, Robert Plant is a big switch, <laughs> and, and,
5: and we do it. I mean, she she can cover all that stuff, and so n- can he. N- n- <laughs> and, and she kind of really nailed the thing. It's a, it's like you know teleprompter as a, as opposed to come in there and go off the cuff. And we like going off the cuff, yeah. So the structured show would be quite different for us because you would have to have that flow. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
6: You know, some bands, you know, in Vegas, they perform even lounge acts. You know, they perform in the lounge and they have a set. Right. And they do the same songs in the same order every night. And we played in casinos where the bartenders would tell us, yeah. "Oh my God, it's so nice to have you in here." Yeah. Because, yeah, we're because, known for
4: not
5: doing. Yeah, we're
6: that. not hearing the repetitive thing. Is that making fun be, for you guys too, or so it's not more, every
4: night the same
6: song? So much more
5: fun. So much more fun. Yeah, we'll we'll pull out a song that we haven't done in eight years, screw it up, and it makes the evening. It's it's, it's wonderful.
4: Well, (laughs) is there one or two particular songs or artists that you seem to always get, that that people always want? The ones we don't do.
5: (laughs) 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 You know, for the longest time, people were asking for Credence Clearway. For some reason, we just didn't have it in the show, and we've got it in the show now. Uh, But they they get asked uh, for a lot. I'm trying to think who else that, uh, you know, um, uh, Bob Seger. We yeah. need to put a Bob Seger song on the show. We always seem to get yeah. asked for the one artist that we don't do. <laughs> I don't course, know how yeah, that works.
6: Me but. being the female singer, I get Janis Joplin yeah. a lot and Shania Twain, and
4: and we do all that. Yeah,
6: but that's and, tough. I mean, I mean yeah. you know, you mentioned Janis Joplin and
4: Shania Twain. They don't sound anything alike. <laughs> no, no.
6: I know how to do both.
4: Yeah. All right. Which one would you rather do, or or is it just you'd rather switch off? I mean, I would
6: rather switch off. I mean, if I did Jan- first of all, if I did Janis Joplin all night, I wouldn't have a voice left. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. So I, I take it you guys have a wide variety of musical tastes that you enjoy yourself.
5: It's true. Yeah. I mean, we do everything from you know like the classic jazz songbook stuff to we're deep into country lately. It seems I'm really having a lot of fun with that. But we do like the hardest rock metal. Um, really, blues,
6: ACDC, AC, and a lot of dance, I mean, and a
5: lot of dance stuff, and a lot of real pop stuff. It, weirdly, it, we cover the whole thing to some degree. ACDC, AC, how you doing? Oh
6: yeah, out there, boy. Again, like so, I said, yeah. if I did that too many, if I did too many songs like that, uh, my voice would be in trouble. <laughs> but you know, it's switching around makes it easy. Yeah, you know?
5: yeah. And, and and the and the crowd is always taken aback. You come you come out of ACDC, you go right into. Uh, Let's
4: see. Crystal Gale. It's like, what? <laughs> and they like it because you know, yeah, they don't. Yeah. They go, what are they going to do next? More with entertainers Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gendell in just a few moments. Time now for The Wine World of Eddie o, featuring Eddie Osterlin, America's first master sommelier. Today, Eddie says the way to differentiate your party is with special and unexpected food. One of the things you like to do is to educate your guests really about some of the new foods they're tasting.
1: Well, you know, I mean, the average person, when they're trying to spoil somebody, runs out to Whole Foods and sees what they can gather up Friday afternoon for a Friday night dinner. And um, although there are some nice things to have there, that's about as good as people can get. I mean, you know, that's a gourmet store that everybody knows. But I'm just saying, why don't you maybe look for other things that they may not get? And really great foods usually are perishable. So often a, ch- a good choice is to go online and actually order your food. Yeah, you got to do it a couple days in advance. you got to pay the freight on it. But, I mean, it depends on, you know, are you trying to land a new client? Are you trying to meet a new girlfriend or something like that? If you go out of your way to bring in something they've never seen before, for example, the jamon iberco, which is a uh, ham that um, comes from pigs raised in Spain that uh, have been fed acorns. I mean, that ham... It looks like prosciutto, but it's it's three times better tasting just because of the way they treat the pigs, the way they feed them, et cetera. And people you want them to make discoveries. And so most people have never had Hammoni Berco. Most people uh, don't understand caviar. I mean, yeah, that that's it that's the high end of it.
4: And EO will be back again next week. You will hear more from Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gandel in just a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. <laughs>
1: Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now.
2: 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800 445 1099. And now, another film rental discovery.
0: Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. It was after seeing this film that we first heard the saying, "Independent film is where careers are made and rekindled." It had been a while since we had seen Kevin Costner when The Upside of Anger was made, and it was a surprise to see him in a sensitive indie film. But a Hollywood insider was producing this passion project, so many respected actors, Cosner, Joan Allen, Evan Rachel Wood, and Carrie Russell among them, answered his call. Joan Allen plays Terry, abandoned by her husband after a long and stable marriage. She and her four daughters must now struggle mightily to hold what remains of the family together. How could he just disappear without so much as a call? Costner plays their neighbor, a retired pro baseball player and, still on the surface at least, a carefree jock. He likes Terry and the girls, but he is ill-equipped to help them through their troubles. This is a touching and, in the end, surprising film, with strong performances enhanced by a nuanced and intelligent script. We can relate to these people. We can laugh with them and feel their pain. Like all of us, They are imperfect people in imperfect situations, struggling mightily just to make it through. The Upside of Anger. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental.
2: The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. Free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book. And the biggest stars are in the Orleans Showroom, the Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you vegas the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
4: You are listening to Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gindel, who can be heard over at the Silverton Casino. Well, it's kind of like having a live jukebox, and that's always fun when you can mix them up. That's it. Exactly.
5: A- and, you know, our whole approach when we started the duo thing, it was like, if you're going to do lounges, and the whole idea is to make people happy. And so, like, if a bunch of cowboys walk in the room, we want to do it. And if a bunch of punks walk in the room, we want to be able to make them happy, and that's that's really been our approach. We play the room, and so if it switches, we switch.
4: Well, that's great. So it's, it's all yeah. about having fun. And do you think then, if you, when you go to the headlining set, that you're going to keep that fun thing in mind? Because obviously, that's a part. That's why you've been doing this so long around here. Uh huh. Uh
6: huh. We'll uh-huh. always keep it fun. We'll figure yeah. out a way to keep We'll we'll throw some extra things in there but yeah it will be a show you know he's got a great idea there
5: if you'd structured the show you could have a moment in the show that comes up. okay you guys get to choose the next song yeah and here's your here's your choice that would be kind of cool
4: absolutely yeah yeah i love it i think when people visit las vegas you know huh. and if, if they're coming to see lady gaga they're coming to see lady gaga okay we get that yeah but they love it. if you tell them hey i got a show you gotta go over to silverton you won't believe these guys Because they want to have fun. This is a place you go where you want to have fun. It's a perfect fit, really, for the location that you guys live in. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, absolutely.
6: Both Mark and I were on record labels back a few years ago, you know, like five years ago when we were 20. (laughs) Right? (laughs) For sure. Yeah. (laughs) No, we, uh, you know, we both have an artist career and we've done that. And, um, you know, we had a little bit of success, but we never made it as huge stars, but we're still enjoying what we do in music. And you can do that only in Vegas. You know, I'm from Nashville, grew up in Nashville. Yeah. Can't really do that in Nashville. I mean, there's no venues, really, to play there. Yeah. The, it, well, t-
4: talk t- about that. I find that interesting. So in Nashville, you get a, you get a shot, and then that's it, next. Whereas, are saying here, you can try different things, you can venture out a little bit. Is that how it differs?
6: Well, basically... The way it works in Nashville, first of all, so many musicians moved to Nashville to make it as a country songwriter or artist, right? So the place is just just overwhelming, overflowing with with artists and writers, and everybody you know wants to play, they want to keep their chops up, so they try and go out in small clubs and play, but there's so much demand for those guys to play that there's no money there you know the club The yeah. club people won't pay. If anything, they'll pay maybe $50 a night or something to an artist. But yeah. you can't make any money yeah. in Nashville. And there's no casinos there. And so, you know.
5: She, she brings up a point in Nashville, if you've got 100,000 people, 99,000 of them are guitar players. So, so, I mean, here, the supply and demand is quite the opposite. You've got a lot of people coming in who want to be entertained, and less of a. Well, there's always there's always entertainers, but it, the yeah. ratio works out a lot more in favor for the entertainer here. It's one of the few places in the world where you can actually come here and make a living as a live performer. If yeah. you think about it, you know. Yeah, right. you know in New York, the, y- yeah. So many
4: places recorded stuff now.
5: Exactly, and now it's uh, what DJs.
6: Yeah,
5: yeah. Do you know what those guys are making?
6: It's unbelievable,
5: isn't it? I it's, mean, it's, it's beyond Hundred thousand dollars
6: for five minutes. I mean, it's just outrageous. It's I, I read, not to be believed. I read the America.
5: top guy in this town made over like a like hundred, hundred and seventy million dollars last year. It's like what? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, spin it's
4: in,
6: records. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's true. It's my parents wouldn't
4: let me, hey, don't mess with that. You're going to scratch it. <laughs> 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 that's bad. That's the same thing when they threw out my baseball cards. <laughs> well, you know, what was it like growing up with your dad like that? In that world, he was like a god. I mean, uh, to, to, to be the one that's doing all that in that great time in Nashville. She gets fan mail at our address
5: still for him. I, I bring in stuff all the time. Here's a picture, of Bob. Would you please have him sign it? It's, I don't know
6: how they're why they're mailing it to me. Yeah, they I, they to find her. me on Facebook, I guess. I don't know. They yeah. find out I'm his daughter, and I get all kinds of fan mail. But it was really it, at the time. You know, when you're a child, you don't really know how cool it is, or you didn't. You don't appreciate it until you get older and you look back, and then you see. You know, my father was a legend. He is a legend. I mean, he's still alive, but um, but yeah, I mean. The whole Nashville sound, I mean, really, country music as it is today and a lot of music across the board in every genre genre, uh, was influenced by the sound that my father and a small group of musicians, you know, a sound that they created.
4: Linda, did you ever sit down with them and say, all right, tell me about this. I want to know. Give me me Mm. the... Give me the, the highlights.
6: Oh, he's talked about his experiences, and I, I was there to witness a lot of them myself. I mean, I, I did go to a recording session with him when he was playing with Elvis, when he recorded an Elvis record at RCA Studio B in Nashville. And I was, you know, very chi- a very small child, but I couldn't help but remember that. But, you know, I mean, I right. got to do things like that. Um he had wild parties at our house. My father built a swimming pool in our backyard, that was an interesting pool that was built on the side of a hill. And so, you know, one side of the pool was in, was parallel to the ground, and the other one, there was no ground. So he built this big wall with glass so that you could see people swimming in the bottom. So all the musicians wow. would come over after recording studio, uh, you know, sessions at two in the morning and jump in the pool naked. Okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I was you know, I got to see all that. Uh, but anyway, you know, they're all you know, Roy Clark, my father was a pilot. Him and Roy Clark. That couldn't have been too pretty. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember I know Ryan and Roy was
4: great. What a what a huge talent. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, yeah, god. Yeah. You will hear more from Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gundell in just a moment. Time now for Luxury Living Vegas Style with Gaty Medrano, star of TV's Flipping Vegas, seen on the DIY Network. Check your listings. Today, Gaty talks about a problem all realtors face. You have HGTV out in the lobby and so forth. (laughs) And one of the things that always cracks me up with these shows, House Hunters, is they'll go out and the two people will absolutely want two different things. As a realtor, what do you do when somebody, you know, one person's telling you, I want a, you know, a 1-4 thing all the way across. The other person wants to, you know
8: two or three levels, that kind of thing. What do you do? That's so funny because that happens so much. I actually did a meme on um, my Facebook page that was like when the husband and wife finally agree, and it was like the silly like hands up in the air because that's how it feels sometimes. There are actual times that I'm walking through a property, they are not on the same page, and I, I, I literally walk away. To, <laughs> you know I, mean? I just kind of look out the backyard and let them work that out. And But I also have been working working with people for so many years that I can assess it. And that's actually part of my job. And people don't know that And realtors that don't know how to do this are not very good realtors. You have to properly assess what is their motivation? What is most important to them? And I'll sometimes just ask them directly when I feel like they're just all over the place. What actually is the top five things like that? It needs to have deal breakers figure out their, and then it helps me better assist them. So if they're all over the place, I get them to focus and I just ask the questions that are insightful that I've been... Asking for years that are incredibly helpful. That it helps them helps them actually come to the realization what it is that they want, what's important to them, and what's not. And that usually helps mitigate create a bridge, if you will, <laughs> between husband and wife. But they eventually do, and they'll have. So when I see that, and again, another kind of marriage counseling session, like okay, well, what what really matters here, and what matters more, and what and then you can also by hearing their conversation, you can assess it, you can help them out, and at the end of the day, you want to make everybody happy. So. They'll only be happy if they, they know that they're getting what they want, and they have to first identify that.
4: You can find out more about Gady at gatyrealestate.com. She spells it G-A-D-Y. More with the multi-talented team of Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gindel in just a few moments. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchie nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network.
7: Mommy, why are we going to the store? Mom, I want juice. Mom, mommy, mom. Your child will
6: have different needs at different stages of life, and that includes the car seat. That's right, the car seat. A car seat isn't one size fits all. You have to have the right seat based on your child's age, weight, and height. See, car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. But there's a website that gives you all the information you need. Safercar.gov slash the right seat. You'll find out about types of seats, when to have a seat rear-facing, when to switch it to forward-facing, when it's time for a booster seat, and when it's time for your child to ride in the back seat with a seat belt. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat.
2: A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! Oh, what a great ball! 19 yards and a Raider touchdown to make it 22-3. to Chester had gotten free at the 5 and was all alone in the end zone two yards in.
4: That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week different highlights from years of the past including a look back at al davis the owner all the great games the rivalries the philosophy of the team and so forth it's a must as the raiders head to las vegas in just another few years if you're here in las vegas you got to know that history and if you're from oakland and la you'll want to relive that as well RaiderHistorian.com.
8: olivia from washington
4: When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show, but Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott?
9: Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right?
4: (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com.
10: As humans, we ask ourselves all kinds of questions.
2: Listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggie. You are listening to Linda Moore
4: and Mark Stephen Gindell, who not only present one of the finest lounge acts in Vegas, but also work as celebrity impersonators, boot developers, and more.
5: But, and and yeah. it's one of my favorite things to do is sit down with her dad. I mean, he'll sit and talk yeah. with you about this stuff. And he's got the insight on everybody because he was right in there. I mean, from Chet Atkins at the time that Chet uh, was the head of RCA, and he, 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 a completely different side of Chet Atkins. When yeah. you talk to Bob, it was incredible. And uh, yeah. a lot of Yeah, well, I've, <laughs> I've been watching here. Yeah. Um, well. But uh, no, he's a, he's, a, he's a walking history. He's a that's, walking history book he's really fascinating to talk with and it's one of yeah, my that's incredible
4: they, yeah yeah the, the studio musicians are so well respected among these stars because they know how important they are I mean the,
5: especially back then if you like for instance I, I, I always think of Bob playing King of the road you know that with that big Roger was, Miller Roger yeah. Miller that's Bob playing it that front well that that was the hook of the tune
4: oh absolutely dun, yeah dun,
5: dun, dun, you know all that stuff and he came up, he could those guys could come up with that stuff on the spot.
4: Wow! Oh yeah, the
5: red light's on, and you got a two o'clock. So you better get this done. So it's just—it was incredible. Do
4: we still have guys like that out there, or is
6: it? people aren't doing? Well, I mean, there's still some records being made in studios, but yeah. so many people are making records in their bedrooms now. I mean, yeah. they they record a lot of the tracks, maybe not the whole record, but. You know, but there's still some great studios in Nashville, that, you know, and here, I'm sure, in L.A. and New York, of course, no, but, the records but, are being made. But, yeah. but
5: to, to, your, to your point, the, the talent requirements are so much different now than they were. Back then, there wasn't the technical ability to alter a performance right, to the degree true. that there is now. And so these guys got it right. Now you can go in there. You can tune people. You can yeah. move, you can move this note over to that. All note, you got to do then, is play
6: one verse, and yeah. then you cut and paste. Y- yeah, you know, you y- y- paste y- it's it. a
5: computer anymore. You know that's really what it is, and so it's not kind of what these guys used to do. Even, you know, I, yeah. I I grew up. I'm not that young, so like I remember, you know, it was tape machines. Yeah, and, and, and you punched in and whatever you had to do when you name, but most of it you had to kind of get it when they hit the red
6: light. You yeah, know? and you yeah. know my father did a lot a lot of times. He did four sessions a day and the sessions were at 10 in the morning and so you you went three hours and you had an hour break then two in the afternoon another one at six and then at 10 at night so he would, sometimes they would do four sessions a day and he would do four sessions a day for days on end so I didn't see him all that much honestly but yeah um, but you know they would get in a groove and yeah. just the same guys locked up in a recording studio you know I'm sure they were drinking a little bit and they would <laughs> They so that's would get why in the those group.
4: recordings were so great.
5: Oh, uh, you know? magic. Yeah. If you li- listen back to the talent on those records, yeah. it's, it's astounding.
6: It's an amazing yeah. time that will never be repeated. Yeah,
5: I, it, I can't imagine that kind of thing ever happening again.
6: You know, really. it's funny. When you were talking about that, I remember
4: John Fogarty did that first album. We were talking about Fogarty before, but when he left Credence and did his own thing, the center field, and he played all the instruments, and who knew that now that's sort of common. I mean, he was really talented. His, you know, his stuff's great, Yeah, but... It, it, I, it's the same problem in the radio business anybody with a microphone can be an announcer now because with things like youtube and podcasts and so forth
5: but uh, imagine the mentality you're growing up with what you grow up with now i mean when the only time you'd ever get to see a live performer back when we were growing up is you would go to a concert and that was a rare a special event right and now you're bombarded with youtube you can see anything you want whenever you want and and you know, I see a different cellular thing going on with kids who watch some of the greats. They're incredible at eight years old. I mean, yeah. it's a whole different thing that's going on.
4: We are chatting with entrepreneurs and entertainers Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gindell. Well, and that's why, like what you guys do at Silverton, is so special. People can have fun with it. Live music is a real treat. <laughs> and
6: you know, it is. I, it's a dying art form. And too. I think it
4: is a dying art form,
5: unfortunately.
6: Unfortunately, Vegas has change i mean there used to be so many more venues for musicians to play in and now they've changed a lot of that i mean it's become more corporate and you know they're they like some of the rooms that we played in they turned into slot machine rooms yeah you know and you know and so they they, they might be bringing in more revenue but i I feel badly for the the patrons that come out to vegas i mean we so many times we used to play at the hilton we were kind of the, the the house band there for a while and um I mean, we would have people that would come in one night, and they would say, "Man, we've been looking for this all week, and we've been in all the hotels, and we didn't see anything like this." And this is what, exactly the experience that we hoped to get in Vegas, but we didn't until now, and we're mm-hmm. leaving tomorrow. We're so sad, but I, I wish that the mm-hmm. you know the the executives at the casinos really understood that they're really catering to the younger generation now, mm-hmm. and they're and they're doing all the maybe this is cycl-
4: cyclical, you know. Let's hope, possibly. Right? Let's hope because things are and I. People, really, if you get a chance at Silverton, if you happen to be out here when they're playing, you got to go see it. And you guys are such interesting people. That's probably why I think the Axe problem was so great because you do so many other things. I want to talk to you about a couple of them. One thing, Linda, you do a thing called Marilinda, and you look like Marilyn Monroe. And talk a little about what that is because there's still, people don't realize there's still a demand to be around Marilyn Monroe. And, of course, you can't have her... But boy, what do you do? What what are these things like, and who who do you work for when you, for these type of things?
6: Well, about a year and a half ago, Mark and I were at a party, and there was a uh, Frank Sinatra tribute artist uh, there, and he and I had on a long dress that night because it was a Christmas party, and I walk, you know, and he walks over to me and he says, "Boy, you know, you kind of remind me of Marilyn, your vibe and all that, and, and would you ever want to do?" Impersonation, and I'd never done it before. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'll think about it. You know, so I did. And and then also a lot of people that see Mark say, "Man, you look like Ozzy Osbourne." And so, you know, we thought, hey, just for fun, one night, let's get dressed up like Ozzy and Marilyn and go take some photos. So we did, we went to the, um, what's it called, Uh, the Artisan, the Artisan Hotel, which has an amazing vibe, and we went and took a bunch of photos, and a a professional photographer friend of ours came and took some great photos, and we posted them on Facebook, and the next thing I know, um, you know, uh, a booking agent in town said, hey, I saw that picture of you as Marilyn on Facebook, how about doing a, 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 you know, a a gig, and I'm like, well, what do I have to do? So he said, you know, he told me what to do, just dress up like her study her a little bit act like her talk like her and learn some songs and, and so I did it was that simple and I may I actually made uh, you know the pink dress that she wore in Diamonds our Girl's Best Friend mm-hmm. or Gentlemen Prefer Blondes was the movie but the that song was, was the song yeah, yeah right. exactly so I um I made the dress because I couldn't find one that on the internet you know and, um, and I made it and did the bow in the back and the whole thing. I mean, it was just crazy and I, and I posted pictures on Facebook and I got so many likes and hits and people just, they just love it. I mean, they just love anything about her yeah. and then when I go and do a gig, it's amazing how people react to me. I mean, I almost feel guilty. It's like, they're like, oh, you know, they get nervous and everything. I'm like, hey, I'm not really her. Okay? Yeah, don't worry. But, you know. I
5: thought I was going to hear her for a second there. I. Yeah. Oh.
6: You think? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, she it's, can pull it off. Can't really, she ever? <laughs> yeah,
5: you should hear her sing this stuff. It's outrageous. It's
6: really fun, though. Yeah. Uh, it's it's such a. Change from what I do, and, and yeah. you know, and just it's an escape from reality. You're
4: interesting, get people. I mean, the fact that you would combine Ozzy with Marilyn, you couldn't be any further two personalities. Yeah, well, the the, 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 cool. the, the, the
5: proof there is, I'm still waiting for my first Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not quite as endeared to Ozzy in the same way I think they are to Marilyn. <laughs> maybe Can you that's sing a all the Black Sabbath? Oh, stuff? little is right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, that's cool. And you say like these corporate gigs—they're a lot of fun too, right? I mean, people they go into those things to have a good time. Again, kind of like the like you know like the act and uh, we you had a really, we
5: had a really good experience. You know, when people think corporate, they don't tend to think duos, and we normally perform as a duo. And we just did a, a movie premiere at the South Point. There's about five, six hundred people there. And uh, then we did a big curling event at the at the Orleans. And uh, we don't get enough. Uh, corporate stuff but we, we we really she's really wonderful with a crowd yeah I, and she really is and uh yeah so if you're listening corporate it is
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely And we'll, we'll before we leave we'll tell people how they can get a hold of you but also you're into the fashion world as if that wasn't enough <sighs> these boots that are incredible uh you know we had bunker bradley on a few weeks ago and um he talked a little about You know, the style in Vegas, and it seems like you're trying to do the same thing, where this is a style that a lot of people are going to really like. Uh, First of all, how would you get into it, and what makes them special?
6: So, as an entertainer who stands on stage for a long time, uh, I needed comfort. And about six years ago, I had an idea to make a boot that was a little more comfortable and was versatile. Um, I actually bought a boot once, and I couldn't get it zipped up because they make the calf part too tight a lot of the shoe designers. And so I cut the boot in half, and I figured out this two-part boot idea, patented the idea. And Mark and I would walk around Vegas, and people would stop me all the time. Where'd you get those boots? Where'd you get those boots? And I'm like, well, I kind of made them. And they're, they're like, what? And, I, and you know, I would go into my story, and this happens so often that Mark finally goes,
5: what would you say, Mark? Yeah, I, no. Um, <laughs> I went, we have to market this. I mean, enough. You know, we it was to... like, it really was ridiculous. Everywhere you would
4: go, they would comment on these boots. More with Linda Moore and Mark Stephen Gindel in a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. Let's Vegas, baby. Let's right now. Let's Vegas.
0: We'll
3: Times are changing. The circus of politics, healthcare's low standards and high prices, and let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with life change tea at GetTheTea.com. In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to GetTheTea.com and stock up on organic non-GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. GetTheTea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea, which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support, so you can be at your best, naturally. All you have to do is log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. Join us and armor up. GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Changing America's health one teabag at a time. 866 657 8517. That's 866 657 8517.
2: And now, another film rental discovery.
0: Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. When Megan Holly, a young writer from Richmond, Virginia, wrote the script for Sunshine Cleaning, she had no idea whether it would ever be produced. She shopped it around to indie producers, where it gradually gained interest due to its unusual setting. Then she hit the jackpot with a production featuring two then-little-known stars, Amy Adams and Emily Blunt. Nice catch. What hooked the producers? The world of the forensic cleaning business, which deals with the biohazards remaining after gruesome accidents, murders, and suicides. Amy and Emily play sisters Rose and Nora, trying to find their footing in life. Desperately hopeful Rose is a former cheerleading Queen Bee, now with a child and no husband, ashamed of what her life has become. Nora sports a tough exterior, but her cynical humor hides a very limiting self-image. Opportunity knocks for them in the form of a forensic cleaning business, so why not? Naivete is a convenient tool for starting anything. To its credit, the film is low on gross-out moments and high on heart and laughs. To sum it up, Sunshine Cleaning is a poignant story of two young women trying to find their way in life in a most unusual profession. Sunshine Cleaning. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental.
3: Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years... (coughs) Smokey's only said,
2: only you can prevent wildfires.
3: But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
2: between you see we are the
7: boy it's painful band. concert number three we are the on
1: you love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat show them you love them keep them safe visit slash the right seat brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council
2: Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Linda Moore and Mark
4: Stephen Gindel, who are regulars at the Silverton Casino.
6: So, long story short, we started in a garage, a friend's garage. We had a computer. We ordered a thousand pairs of boots um, after we went to China to perform. We used to perform in Hong Kong on New Year's Eve. And while we were in Hong Kong, we decided to go to China and... Talked to a factory about making some samples and making the first run. And we did that, and we started in a garage, and we couldn't keep the boots in stock. And it's incredible. Yeah, we couldn't. I mean, just, and we didn't spend any money on advertising or anything. We just put it on Facebook. I mean, that's really
4: like an organic way to develop a company. It's it, is, incredible. it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so
6: then, you know, we've had some issues with manufacturing because, you know, the Chinese don't. Pay close attention sometimes, and we can't be in China all the time. We've gone right. to we've gone to China many, many times, probably twelve to fifteen times to oversee manufacturing, but we can't be there all the time. So, you know, we've had a few setbacks with that, but we're but we're forging ahead. We're now focused on trying to get our stuff made in Mexico.
4: Yeah, and they certainly have easier access to it, if nothing else. Yeah, you go mm-hmm. down. If there's any problems and get there rather quickly. Yeah. So where does this go? Okay, that's you're going to do that. Well, what do you want to do? I mean, right now, I, I guess if we wanted something like that, we could just go online and get it.
6: Yeah, well, I, one thing I do want to say about the boots is that because they're in two parts, they transform into 30 different styles, one pair of boots. So one top and one bottom, and you get to put, choose from four different heel styles for the bottom. Like, it's an ankle boot, okay? And then the upper part, you, there's six different sizes, so you can customize your calf size, right? But each boot top is reversible, And because it's reversible and separate from the bottom and it connects with a magnet after you put the two on, you can make 30 different looks out of one pair of boots. So the versatility is so futuristic.
4: So let's wrap this all up in the sense. Tell us how people, and there's so many things here, how can they follow what you're doing? Okay,
5: uh, I can start. Linda's got a Facebook page. Uh, Actually, we have three of them. We have a corporate page. Uh, it's a Linda Moore Boots, but you got to get the spelling right. It's L L Y N D A M O R E. And they can follow the company, and Linda's got a lot going on on Facebook. What else can they do? They can yeah. go to our website. You go ahead. I'm and very
6: active on my personal Facebook page. So just Linda Moore, L L Y N D A M O R E. One O and two L's. Yes, I know that's weird, but you got to stand out from the crowd, right? So, gotcha. <laughs> and there are like 5,000 Linda Moores in. United States, you know. Uh, Plus, so. we
5: have a duo site, and if you go to the duo site, you yeah. can see some of this Aussie nonsense and the Maryland stuff <laughs> and all the duo stuff, and we post our, our, our uh, performance schedule on there. That's M O R E G E N D E L dot
4: com, Yeah,
6: and then Lyndamore boots dot com. That's the, our main yeah. uh, website for the boots, so people can go shop there actually.
4: They're all worth seeing. Also on YouTube, can we find uh, some of your. Uh...
5: Oh, yeah, go ahead.
6: Yes. The answer is yes, you can. Just yes. go to YouTube, and you can type in more M-O-R-E, and Gendel, G-E-N-D-E-L, or just Linda Moore. I mean, there's a lot of my, you know, both of us have, like I said, we have a music background, so both of us have artist um, songwriting and artist stuff on YouTube, as well as the boot stuff and our duo stuff.
5: Yeah, so speaking of more things to do, I, I, I had... Um a, a band that had two major labels uh, or two major uh, albums out on major labels, and I've remastered those. And so song by song, I'm getting that back up on YouTube, too. So I hope to get that done soon.
4: <laughs> we will stay. We're going to be busy. <laughs> all these sites. And I uh, can't wait to talk to you again when you're on to your next venture. It'll be awesome. great. Yes, you know, there's just
6: not enough time in this life to do everything you want to do. That's we're, we're, more we're, time. You know, that's right. the older you get, the more you realize, God, I don't have that much time left. You know, I've got to squeeze all this stuff in. So I think that's one reason why we're doing everything we're doing because we really want to, we, yeah. we, both of us have a lot of desires and a lot of abilities, and we don't want to sell ourselves short. So we're just doing everything we can.
4: Yeah. You guys want are like having fun doing it, so <laughs> good for you. <laughs> all right, thanks again. We hope to have you on real soon. I've Thank all, you so much. You guys are awesome. Thanks for Thank having you. us, Steve. Thank you. <laughs> Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, discussing what we can expect when the Circa Hotel and Casino opens in 2020. Derek Stevens is opening the Circa LV Resort, which is going to be, promises to be incredible, right up there with the gold nugget and then big and really kind of what you kind of, a lot of what you get on the strip. With all these type of things that you're talking about, what MGM and Caesars and, this, and they do, is this offer an opportunity where maybe now if he has a great sports, you know, a big sports book and all these different things that are strip-like, it's going to start driving maybe uh, more people over to this side?
9: Yeah, I, th- I mean, there's downtown is kind of uh, an illustration of kind of counter-programming in a way because there's no Cirque show downtown. This is not, downtown is not known for its big production shows but it's known for kind of a grittier, more gambler friendly in most cases you know, uh, cheaper drinks you know, just a less expensive experience. I work downtown so I uh, just full disclosure but uh, I I think there is an absolute opportunity both on the strip and downtown to be kind of the the counterpoint to "Hey, you don't like you don't like checking in with a machine," come downtown and talk to us. If you do, if you don't like your bartender to be a machine, come talk to a real human. I, I can see pretty much anybody playing that up. Circa I think is going to be it, it's going to be straddling the strip in downtown because it it. it it is an expensive project, 1.2 billion or something was the last number I heard. So you got to recoup those costs, and that means it's not going to be that cheap, kind of grind, you know, grinder kind of locals casino. It's going to be somewhere between the existing downtown, uh, the economy value-driven places like El Cortez or Main Street or Fremont or. You know, it's going to be right in the middle. I think it's going to be comparable to Golden Nugget, uh, but it absolutely is an opportunity for any casino. I've actually heard people say, open a casino that's just the counterpoint to everything that's happening. No resort fees, You know, no, just none of those nuisance fees. Fees, free parking, you know, just go, you know, old school, gambling friendly, good food, good eats. And I'm like, you, you can talk about that all day, but it's just not economically viable. These companies ha- are, it's they're commercial enterprises. So they could do it in a better way. You know, you could charge for room and not break out a resort fee. That's, that's not an, uh, a hard thing to do to differentiate yourself, but Caesars Entertainment had a no resorts fee promotion for a couple of years and that collapsed under its own weight because they realized for a variety of reasons you can't be the place that doesn't do resort fees a few people might come over but the money that you're leaving on the table doesn't uh, really pencil out make sure to check out scott's blog
4: vitalvegas.com every day for updates on the ever-changing news of las vegas Well, thanks for listening. Next week, join us again and drink in all that Vegas has to offer. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps.
2: Vegas, here we go! The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans Showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you
6: make it. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.